Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa, and with me today is... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith. Today we are in Psalm 42, making our way through and just loving every minute. Steve, do you want to go ahead and read the psalm before we dive in? I do. Thank you. Uh, Psalm 42. As the deer pants for flowing streams, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all the day long, Where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul. How would I go with the throng and lead them in the procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival? Why are you downcast, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore I remember you from the land of the Jordan, of Hermon, and from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls. At your breakers and your waves have gone over me. By day the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning? Because of the opposition of the enemy? As with deadly wounds in my bones, my adversaries taunt me. While they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Why are, you ca- da- why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yes, so it starts off with, as the deer, this is a very strong imagery, right? As the deer pants for flowing streams, my soul pants for you, O God. And I think this is a good time to recognize that our souls are not always well. Yeah. We're not always okay. No. Right, and then you know, verse two. My my soul thirsts for God, for the living yeah. God. Like, when can I come before you? There is a longing here. There is a desperateness um, that comes from being mm-hmm. not okay, mm-hmm. not being right. Right? Yeah, it's like, and it's uh, that panting and thirst kind of makes mm-hmm. it feel like it's got to have it now, right? Right. Like, like there's that desperate, you know, sort of immediate that, need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And then verse 3, he goes on, My tears have been my food day and night, while they say to me all day long, where is your God? So <clears throat> there's mockery happening here, right? Like he's, there's tears all day, all night. That's all he can't eat. That's, you know, what he's saying his tears are. And so we get the sense of, well, where's your yeah. God? You know, if you are one of God's people, then why are yeah. you having such a hard time? Yeah. So you get I got this. a good quote here. Yeah, okay. Okay, so mm-hmm. Spurgeon. Everybody yep. knows if always. you've been listening, it's always Spurgeon. <laughs> always Spurgeon. But he's Sometimes well either. known to have struggled with depression and yep. would regularly have to step away from <clears throat> pastoral ministry, teaching in his Bible college, all that kind of stuff, because he needed... <clears throat> got like a frog in my throat. I've been talking about this morning. Yeah, something, <laughs> something crazy. Um, but he would have to step away to, you know deal with the despair, the depression, right. the the heaviness of it all, um, of ministry, right? Of mm-hmm. being a pastor. And mm-hmm. he has a quote in his uh, work through this psalm where it says, the next best thing to living in the light of the Lord's love mm-hmm. is to be unhappy till we have it 
and to pant hourly after it. Mm-hmm. So he's like, the best thing is living in the light of God's love. The next best thing is to be unhappy and panting for it. When you know you need it. Yeah. Right. When you know that knowing there is that a God. Lack, knowing. Yeah, there is, a, there is a God that is looking to and longing to and able to satisfy your thirst. Yeah. No, that's great. I know. And the next one, verse four, I think is something that, especially post-COVID, we notice a lot that we need to kind of just focus on and remember. Verse four says, these things I remember. Okay. So he's remembering being with others. Mm -hmm. So as I pour out my soul, he's remembering how I would go with the throng and lead them lead them in procession to the house of God with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude-keeping festival. So here he is remembering worshiping with others, which leads mm-hmm. us to believe that this actually hasn't been happening. He's remembering it. He's not presently yeah. doing it, right? Or, in the, or the people aren't. No, well, maybe, but I, right? I sense that you know, these things I remember, how I would go with the throng and lead them. Yeah. And so that's maybe not lo- no longer happening. Um, the commentary, that one of them that I was reading, uh, commented on this verse with this. Yeah. Lack of corporate worship, lack of fellowship, yeah. lack of joyful singing. Those seasons of spiritual isolation without corporate worship most often lead to spiritual dryness. And those seasons of spiritual dryness affect our souls. And this is what we're seeing. Yeah. Oftentimes when you're not okay or you feel like, oh, I'm, you know, he often here in churches, oh, I'm in the valley. I'm in the, yeah. I'm in a dry season. Yeah, yeah. And you pull away. Yep. You pull away from your yep. Christian friends. You pull away from your Bible study groups. You pull away from accountability groups. You stop going to church yeah. on Sundays. And we talk about people who are the, <clears throat> right, Christmas, Easter. Yeah, the that's token. When I, that's when I show up to church. Yeah. This little, last little bit, that, that multitude keeping the festival in verse four. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're preaching through this in our church. Mm-hmm. We're going through the Psalms of Ascent, which are those Psalms 120 to 134. Yeah, that, uh, yeah 134 that they would uh, st- uh, they would recite. Right. right. Everybody yeah, knew. Remind them, themselves. But it was to remind them on them. the way as they went to the Feast of the Passover, the Feast of Pentecost, and the Feast of Tabernacles, right. which every Jewish male was supposed to go to. Didn't matter where you lived, right. you had to go to Jerusalem mm-hmm. to one of these yeah. every year. Yeah. So this is like the per, this the sons of Korah. Yeah. This this is not a <coughs> song of David. <coughs> the sons it's of Korah here are like saying, "Where are the crowds? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, where are the and people? And I've got to be honest, as a pastor. Yeah. There are Sundays where I stand in front of our people and I'm like, "Where are the crowds? Yeah. Where like, are where they? are the people who call this place mm-hmm. home? Right." All right, because you, you end up just statistical anomalies. You end up with Sundays where, like, everybody, you know, our church isn't huge. So we notice when people aren't there. Yeah, right? of course. But there, you have those statistical anomaly Sundays where a lot of people are away and you're like, did I miss a memo? Like, did we, right. yeah. did we cancel church? What's going on here? And it does. It, it, it's well, hard. Well, I think it affects those that pull away. They feel isolated. And the people that are continuing to go miss them. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not you reach out, whether or not they accept the reach out, I don't know. Yeah. But here in verse, uh, in Psalm 42, it's a good reminder of what we need to do when we feel that way. Yeah. Because the lack and the pulling out and the lack of a community leads us to verse 5. 
Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. I love it where it says, for I shall again. Like, I'm not right now, but I will. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I think verse 5 gives us that glimpse of, okay, the author here is not okay. They are down. They are downcast. Like, that's a word for depressed. That's a word yeah. for, you know, they're in turmoil. He says that. Yeah. Um, but what does he do? He reminds himself that who is our hope? Yeah. God. God is our hope. And I think this lets us know that as believers, sometimes we have to fight for our soul. We have to fight to get back to a place where yeah. we are okay. It's, it's, it's changing that, that why... Why are we excited to be at church to gather to worship? Mm-hmm. It's not because the other people are there. Well, that makes it sometimes easier because you're with a crowd. Sometimes it's because we worship God. It's so you because need of to, God you, alone. You know, just like the psalmist here does, says, you know, I'm. I need to fixate on on God, the hope in God, the and praise Him for my salvation. Right? It's not. It's not the crowd that brings the salvation. No. So yeah, reorientating sometimes is is a super important part oh, of that. Absolutely. But I think there's also that permission to to be like, okay, no, we know that you're going to have times like this. It's okay to ask. It's yeah. okay. There's things that there's things to do in that process. It's not a place to live. It's not a place yeah. to stay. But it, it is a place that happens. Yep. Right? And so what do we do when we're there? Uh, verse seven, deep calls to deep at the roar of your waterfalls, all your breakers and your waves have gone over me. So what, what happens when waves and breakers go over you? Like, have, have you ever been in an ocean when you're trying to stand up? We used to always do this. My family lived in Africa for a little while when I was uh, in the middle of college. And so I went over and spent some time with them as the eldest child. Of my yeah. brothers were still in high school and elementary school. And, you know, we would go to the ocean on those, uh, those days off. And, you know, you try to stand, stand still in the waves. Well, you can't. No. They go, it's not just that they go over you, they knock you down, they, they, you know, you're tossed to and fro. So here when it says, all your breakers and waves have gone over me, it's like, you kind of get the idea that this is a person who feels worn out and unstable. Yeah, yeah. Right? Worn out and unstable. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, a, there's also a piece there, right? The deep calls out to deep, the roar of the waterfalls, your mm. breakers and your waves have gone over me. Those never stop. Never. It's constant. The, the waterfall never stops. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially if you have a big one that is loud, even in, That's true. in, even in the dry seasons, it will mm-hmm. still be there. Um, and waves never stop. It's just, there's this constant, uh, this constant reality of God is always, mm-hmm. um, you know, going over us like, like the waves, like the, the waterfall. It's, it's never ending. No, Absolutely. Absolutely. And then in verse 8, it goes on to say, after that, by the day, by day, the Lord commands his steadfast love, and at night his song with, is, is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. So the steadfast love, song of prayer, like there's reminders that these are things that I need to do. Mm-hmm. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of my enemy? So he turns to God and he's asking him why. You know, he's oppressed, he's in mourning, and he's asking God, answer me, why? Yeah. And I think that's okay. Sometimes as believers, we think we can't ask 
the hard questions, but yeah. we can't. I mean, God is so much bigger than any question or doubt that we have, yeah. and He is good for it, and we are free to come before Him and well, and ask and listen. Yeah, it's the working out, right? We talk about this in in Christian faith all the time. It's the working out of our salvation. Right. These questions aren't. When we seek the answers to the questions that we have by turning to God, mm-hmm. we are working out our salvation. We're, we're saying, hey, I, have, I don't understand this. I want to know. And we, we put ourselves uh, at the mercy of the Lord to teach us those right. things. That's Absolutely. Us, that's us working out our salvation, right. beginning to learn and understand more, which is what we're called to do, right? I, I almost want to defy people at times. Um, to, to, sorry, I just had a little bug crawling on me there. Um, (laughs) want to defy people to say, like, I dare you to read the Bible and not come away with questions. Right. I mean, it's a natural So you have two choices. You you come together with God's people to, you know, learn from the collective wisdom of those who have studied or gone farther Mm -hmm. and been before you. Of course. Yes. Or you submit yourself to... God himself to teach you mm. as he illuminates your heart and mind through the work of the Holy Spirit. Right. Right. To, to learn or, or both. Or right? both. Yeah. And that's what the psalmist is doing here. He's saying where, yeah. you know, there he's, there's the taunt of where is your God? Well, he's sorting out. Where, where is, is my God? Where I belong he? to him. I know this. And he's reminding yeah. himself of that, but yeah, he's working that out. And I think that's one thing that we have can take away from this Psalm is that these feelings that we often have, these questions that we often have, the, the down, the depression that so many of us do end up going through in different levels, of course, they are a normal part of life, but, yeah, yeah. but God is bigger, yeah, right? Totally. And we need to remember that. Verse 10 says, as with a deadly wound in my bones, my adversaries taunt me while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? So there's taunt wounds. These are mm-hmm. wounding his soul, right? He's already depressed. He's unable to get out of this by himself. He is still fighting for a soul, that is satisfied. Meanwhile, the enemies are saying, and satisfied in God. Yeah. Enemies are saying, where's your God? Right? So, I mean, often, how often when we are depressed or down or upset or working through something that is so hard and in our souls and somebody around us, they know that we're a Christian and they, they taunt, they do. We're, well, yeah. if you're a Christian, why is your life so sucky? You know, if you're a Christian, why? Sorry, no, I, I know I don't want to use the right words. For somebody who like writes for a living, it's kind of. <laughs> uh, anyways, as if, but as, it's as if being a Christian saves you from turmoil and pain. And we know yeah. if you've been a Christian for any length of time, yeah. you know this isn't yeah. accurate. You know this isn't true. But, what it, but that's the question that the world has for us. Right. Right? Like, if you believe in God, they're looking at us going, where's your God? Yeah. And part of it is because sometimes they don't see, uh, they don't see God in us. They don't yes, see, that is they don't so see true. our lives change. They don't yeah. see anything no different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's sometimes you just have to stop and go, yeah. would you, would you want to be caught doing whatever it is that you're doing? if Jesus was to come back mm-hmm. in that moment. Well, like, and, would you want that? Yeah. But right? I think also, too, even that one step far, like when you are in this state of mind, are you still faithful to Christ? Or, yeah. or are your eyes totally in yourself? What yeah. we see in this psalm is, is someone who is constantly reminding themselves that God is their salvation. Yeah, God yeah. is their hope. They will again 
praise and be joyful in him, even if that is not right now. Like they're constantly reminding themselves. Um, And this is, again, a reminder to keep fighting, to keep your eyes on Jesus. And so how does he fight? By reminding himself of the Lord, of his goodness, Mm -hmm. of his salvation, of the hope. And then verse 11, which is the last verse of Psalm 42, is a repeat of verse 5. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Then he says to himself, hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. I just want to read one excerpt from um, the the one commentary. I thought it was good. Uh, So I thought I'd just read it straight out rather than paraphrase. (laughs) It's not my idea. Um, It says, our souls are under constant attack and our souls get tired and wounded. And this is a normal part of Christian life. You hear that, guys? This is a normal part of Christian life. As it happens, we have a sinful tendency to just passively sit by while our souls suffer. Mm. But when our souls suffer, everything else suffers. So instead of being passive, we must fight with all our might and in every moment for joyful, satisfied souls. We must tell ourselves the truth of the gospel and fight the good fight of faith. And as each of us does, we will be able to proclaim, it is well with my soul. Mm. And I don't know how many of you can say that it is well with your soul. I don't know what you're going through right now. My encouragement to you is keep fighting. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep reminding yourself who he is, who the, what the truth of the gospel is, and keep your eyes on him. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us for our conversation today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or a comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day. Hope you can join us next time. Until next time.